So let's just get right into it. If Giannis wins this championship, is he the best overseas slash European player ever? Now, when you bring this topic up, it is very, very broad because we're talking Europe only. You obviously got Dirk, you know? The only other player, other than if Giannis wins this championship, to be to get a MVP and a championship leading the team. And there's obviously the Joker who recently got an MVP as a European player, but I think the main two you're thinking about is um, Dirk and Giannis. But then there's people like Pau Gasol, you know? He has so many accolades. He has um, Olympic um, awards, which is a thing that also goes into it. I mean, if you have Olympic success, that adds a lot to your career, especially when you don't play for Team USA, which is something Giannis lacks a lot of. I mean, absolutely no Olympic success if you count um the if you count South America then you gotta think about Mon Monty's an MVP overseas I believe he has gold put uh silver and bronze and he has a six minute a year he has all star games he has five championships he has everything you could think of so Manu goes into the debate, Oscar Schmidt goes into the banning 40,000 points overseas, and just an absolute scoring monster, um, then you got people like Arvita Sabonis, who, even though in the NBA, he was old, and just extremely, extremely, um, hurt, he was still able to do his thing and probably the closest player to the Joker ever and probably just a better version of him. I mean, if you really just think about Nikola Jokic, think of that but twice as good and that's what he was doing overseas. That's the type of stuff Arita Sabonis was doing overseas. Um, but yeah, when, when it comes to Giannis, you also better think about the fact that this to Giannis if he, if you want somebody taking the last shot in a game, it's not going to be Giannis, it's going to be Middleton or Holiday. If you want somebody, I mean, it's up, the fact that it's even up for debate compared to somebody like Dirk. If you didn't give the ball to Dirk in the last seconds of the shot, you were crazy. You were just doing it wrong. And so I just think... That, that immediately eliminates Giannis, but then who's the best um, European player? I think the best European player is Dirk, but if you want to do just overseas, I mean, you gotta add Hakeem into that, you gotta add Yao into that, but then for Hakeem and this next player I'm gonna bring up, it, it, this really just determined, like, if you play in Team USA, 
does that eliminate you from counting as a quote-unquote overseas player? Because if you really want to just close this statement, you got Timmy. I mean, Timmy, obviously, in a whole different league than these people. Timmy, legit, though, he's kind of hated because... He's kind of hated on because of the fact that he wasn't as flashy and he didn't talk as much as these other players. But this dude is a two-time MVP, five-time champion, a bajillion-time all-defensive, I think 18-time all-defensive, most all-defensives of all time. And this dude's just an absolute monster. And I think he he counts because he if, if you... Most people would count a tap player from Puerto Rico, a player that is an overseas player. So the Virgin Islands should count. Um, but there's other thing that goes into it. Like, even though he's not as good as these players, does Kyrie count? Does I mean Kobe doesn't count because he was born here, and I'm so I'm pretty sure so was Kyrie. But still, like, there's so many players that it's like. They count, but we're sticking to just Europe. I think it's between Giannis and Dirk, and I gotta go with Dirk. So, even though Giannis has a deep boy, he is he has everything, it's just that fact that you can give it to Dirk 10 seconds left on the clock. He's the best shooter on the court at all times. And he's the most clutch player at all times. To be honest, it depends how far of a game it is. But if it's even, if it's a close game where it's like a three-point game, a two-point game, a one-point game, Dirk can shoot her from literally anywhere. If it's a two-point game, you get the ball to Giannis, the game's going to get tied up. If it's a two-point game, you give it to Dirk, it, the game's going to, they're going to win. You're going to win by one. If, they, if it's a three-point lead, you got to give it to Chris Middleton, who is sometimes Michael Jordan reincarnated, even though Michael Jordan didn't die. And sometimes he's Kyle Kuzma. It really just, it depends what, it depends, like, what do you think is more important? I do believe, I do not believe, um, actually I'm going to search this, but I do not believe Dirk has any Olympic success. Um, this is all off the top of the dome, so, um, so I'm not sure, but like, I mean, Dirk Nowitzki is Dirk Nowitzki in every single way, I mean, it might sound a little stupid, but, like, it's true, Dirk is Dirk, and Dirk's gonna do what Dirk is gonna do, I mean, I don't think there's any player that is overseas, that is a European player, that is better than Dirk, even Arita Sabonis, even though we didn't get to see him, at his prime in the NBA, I would still say that Dirk was better. Manu, even though he was insanely good, Dirk is 
better. Pau Gasol, again, I think it's I think Pau is underrated in like how good of a power forward he is and how much he should be in that best power forward conversation. And even though that's something for another day, like I think of like the best power forward. You obviously got Dirk, KG, Timmy, but after that, like. And obviously Charles Barkley too, but after that, like without now thinking of anybody else, I think you very, very much could just put Pow in there. You know, like just off the top of the dome, not thinking of anybody else. Um, you could technically put Pow in there. Like Pow is an insanely good player, but he's not as good as Turkmanu. If you count Argentina, it's an insanely good player. But now that guys took up here, Sabonis could have been better than Dirk. But we won't know that. And, like, you got players like Oscar Schmidt, if you count him. We didn't get to see him in the league, so we don't really know how good he is. But, like, 40,000 points overseas is a lot of points, you know? And, but just that then not being able to see him in the league really really hurt him I think but to me Giannis is a really 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 good player if he wins this championship I think the conversation should be had but I just don't think Giannis is Dirk I just don't think Giannis has that Dirk factor but Giannis is still an insanely good player, and Giannis deserves some respect. If he wins this, he deserves to be in the conversation. Alright, I just, I wanted to get this out there. Because recently I was just scrolling through basketball reference and I personally saw the only two players in NBA history to ever do 13 assists. 13 assists. If only, like, I don't think people understand the gra- like how big 13 assists is. 13 assists is at least 26 points to your teammates. If it's only twos. If it's like that is an insane insane amount and so the only place i thought ever did 13 assists were magic and stockton but recently kevin porter not junior just kevin porter actually also did 13 assists but this player because i want to talk about this i don't think it is but it could be considered the greatest point guard season of all time and honestly boost this point guard up to me thinking he's arguably a top three guard ever and that is Isaiah Thomas the Pistons one had a season of 21 and 14 assists 14 assists with over 20 points that is gargantuan that is some john stockton level stuff with obviously two two and a half something like that steals a game um they got to the conference finals which is the one thing 
that I think about that I think maybe Potash not the greatest point guard of all time. Maybe it's Magic Johnson's like thirteen, like Magic Johnson eighteen and thirteen season when he did win the championship. But obviously Magic is going to be playing insane level defense as well. But just I never saw Isaiah Thomas. Um, was doing like that, you know. I always just thought, yeah, he's one of the best point guards, but I never thought, oh, this dude might be up up there in point guards, and that made me think, well, who do I think? And uh, I want you guys to think about this too. Are the top three players of each position, which is a very hard question to answer. I think. Point guards is probably the hardest. I mean, to me, I would have to say Magic Curry. Even though Curry, like two MVPs, three championships, it's like you can't not say Curry is one of the best point guards of all time. I just, I don't think most people debate that. But honestly, number three, if Chris Paul wins this championship, I'm going to give it to Chris Paul. But I think uh, I don't have to, you see, I don't have to give it to Oscar Robertson or to Isaiah Thomas, but I'm going to give it to Oscar because, I mean, everything a triple-double has a championship on, like, somebody that played in the Thunder. And um, just, just overall insanely good player. And just a guard that did everything, even though it was a lot of years ago. Then, if you go to shooting guard, I think shooting guard's probably the easiest position. Um, um, I'm gonna give it. Also, this is I might forget about a random player throughout these. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try not to forget like Michael Jordan, but um, I might forget a couple players. Um, so, best shooting guard, so I'm going to give it to Alex Caruso. Um, no, but for real, I think MJ, Kobe, Dwayne Wade, D-Wade. Um, D-Wade has the championship, uh, championships. So, he has the just insane scoring. Um, and I'm just, I don't think like AI or T-Mac or Ray Allen can really contest what he did. And so, I'm going to give it to D-Wade, then Kobe, then MJ. For small forwards, this is the one that I am most scared of brain farting. And I know I'm forgetting a small forward for the number three spot. Because I'm going to give, obviously, LeBron one. Number two, Larry Bird. Number three, off the top of my head, I think I'm going to give it to Julius Irving. But without, I think Julius Irving is the most underrated, um, the most underrated Hall of Famer of all time. I mean, man's got four MVPs. Um, he's got 
a cha- he's a champion. He's like a multiple time All Star. He was an All Star every single season. Dude's averaged over thirty points before. Like he's averaged thirty and twelve. Um, and so just off the top of my head, I think I'm gonna give it to um, Dr. J. I know I'm forgetting somebody that isn't Larry Bird or LeBron, but I'm gonna give it to Dr. J because dude, dude's got some sauce, and whoever the other guy is, probably is pretty close to Dr. J. Number uh, for power forward, um, I think power forwards actually. I, I said um, shooting guard was the easiest. Power forward's the easiest. In I think Timmy number one and number two and number three in no particular order. Order, KG and Dirk and both of them. Um, both Dirk and KG have an MVP and a championship. But Dirk led his team to the championship. But KG has the godlike defense. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to say for those two, it's a tie. And if I had to do a third place, if it's one, two, two, the third place would be Charles Barkley. Then for center, somebody, everybody always, when they're talking about best center of all time, they're like, oh, Hakeem, oh, Shaq. They, and then they put Kareem as the third best player of all time. Like, dude, it, you can't just say... Hakeem's the best center, and Kareem's the third best player of all time. Unless you think it and be like, yeah, Hakeem's actually the best. Hakeem's just actually the best. Um, The best player of all time, or the second best player of all time. So I think number one has to be Kareem. Number two, I'm going to get to Shaq. I mean... He has the MVP. He has the championship. He just has a lot. And so I'm gonna go to Shaq. Um, because I think other than well most dominant player of all time. Number three, I think this is extremely hard to do because obviously you got Bill Russell, you got Will and Hakeem. I think they're all very equal players. Because they're all like Bill and Wilt were dominant. Yes, Wilt were the most dominant player of all time. Only player to have a quintuple double, sort of. Yeah, sure. Um, but like, I don't mm, like. I just don't know. If I can quite say Wilt or Bill Russell are better than Hakeem. I mean, Hakeem has just... Hakeem can just do a lot. Like, he just did a lot. But I actually think... I'm gonna give it... Okay, no, I changed my mind. I'm gonna give it to Bill. Because, I mean, the 11 championships gotta be worth something. You know? So yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Bill. But number three could go to any of those three. Again, this is all off the top of my head. And yeah, 
Well, peace. Alright, so let's just get right into it. Off the top of the dome, like everything else so like everything else I've done, who is who are the most overrated players slash people in the league now? I'm gonna be starting off. I'm gonna be starting off. Uh, I think the two players that I am very passionately I very passionately think that these players are overrated. One of them's not a player, but he's kind of relevant right now. So I'm gonna talk about him, Mike Budenholzer. I think Mike Budenholzer is. I used to think he was just a bad coach until until Giannis got injured. After that, I noticed he is the laziest coach I have seen in NBA history. Because Jim Boylan even at least tried. He was stupid, yes. But Jim Boylan gave it his all at being stupid. But Mike Budenholzer saw Nick Nurse, arguably the best coach in the league right now, figure him out. Absolutely read him like a book. And when you get to the point... When the teams are so good and the gap is so little when it comes to skill, it becomes a coaching game. When it becomes a coaching game and you get figured out, you gotta do something new. And you're and he's like, nah, we won 60 games, we're good. And then, dumb, lost a 2-0 lead against the fifth-seeded. Miami Heat team, Eric Spolstra, another incredible coach. He he saw Eric Spolstra was doing the same thing as Nick Nurse because, oh wow, they saw Nick Nurse figure out how to defeat Giannis, the MVP, and after that, the back-to-back MVP on national television. You win a couple less games and read like a book. Eric Spolstra does the Nick Nurse game plan, and he just absolutely destroys you. And you're taken out in the second round, the first seed, with the back-to-back MVP. And after this season, almost a three-time MVP, almost a, a back-to-back-to-back MVP, only done by Larry Bird and Giannis going to pull it off, but still... An insane player, the future of this league. And then he gets injured and you're like, oh, I guess I have to change the game plan. And you just absolutely destroy the Hawks. You absolutely, like, you don't destroy them, but you but you show that you don't need Giannis. Because without Giannis, you saw, hey, I have to make a new game plan. So you made a new game plan for the first time since you got that team because you he is good at making game plans but he is doesn't want to do it and I think that is the main thing that annoys me it's like 
it kept the blood boiling a little bit, you know? I just think that he he needs to I think he needs to get fired. I was gonna say like he he just needs to be less lazy and more active as a coach because if he doesn't he's gonna lose his job. But now they got to the finals and got to be like, oh, we're the perfect team. Even though we almost we went to game seven against a team of Brooklyn with an with James Harden with half a leg and Kevin Durant and a bunch of bums. And Blake Griffin was there too. Um and then the player that I think is the most overrated player in the league. Without a doubt, I think I gotta say that has to be that has to be Rudy Gobert. It has to, and I think people are finally realizing this man didn't deserve two hundred million dollars. I mean, think about what you can buy with two hundred million dollars. Look at a million dollar house, and think of that two hundred times bigger. That is what Rudy Gobert can get, obviously, pre-tax and all that stuff, with his contract. And when he's just a guy that knows when to jump. And there's other players in the league. If Mitchell Robinson doesn't get at least six defensive player of the year, defensive if he doesn't get six depoys in his career, I'd be impressed because this... Think about the players. There's I there's been three players in NBA history to have ever gotten three DPOIs. And two of them, one of them is a, is in the newest Hall of Fame class, and one of them's a future Hall of Famer. That is Ben Wallace and Dwight Howard. If you also Dwight Howard being a Hall of Famer is a completely different topic. But if you think Dwight Howard is not a Hall of Famer, he must be smoking a pipe because that man that man has too many accolades to think he isn't a Hall of Famer. But I just think I just think that if 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 all he does is jump like he does nothing on the perimeter. Giannis, Ben Simmons all of these players do at least something on the perimeter. They at least help. And Giannis and Ben Simmons are two of the best. Um, they're two of the best players on the perimeter in the league. And then inside, like those are players that can guard all five positions. And in this day and age, TPOY. Is a player that can guard all five positions. And that's why guards don't win it anymore. And that's why centers like Rudy Gobert shouldn't be winning DPOYs anymore. Because if all you can do is time your jumps when Giannis can time his jumps. And also guard Stephen Curry, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Dame Time, um, James Harden. He can guard all of these people. And he's one of the best in the league to do it at guarding that person just like Benson was just like Kawhi Leonard you can't tell me he 
is the defensive player of the year. You can't tell me that he deserves to be in a club with Ben Wallace and Dwight Howard that Hakeem isn't in, who's a player that does what he does, but 80 million times better. And also, he didn't get paid $200 million. And then we saw it with Terrence Mann. They ran a five out. This dude was sitting there in the paint. Lost. He was trying. He man needed a map because he did not know what he was doing. He was hurting that team, and they lost to the Clippers because of Rudy Gobert entirely. I don't think it was anybody else's fault, but Rudy Gobert's fault. And so after that game, people were realizing how useless he is on the perimeter. After when Westbrook. Had 40 points on him in the Rockets last year. After they were running the five out for the very first time, people were realizing, wait, this guy. And people are starting to realize this guy stands, sorry, no chance in the perimeter. And that makes me think that he he doesn't deserve a lot of what he's gonna. And that's what makes me think. He's the most overrated player in the league right now. And that's my take.